Hi, I'm Wendy Zuckerman, and you're listening to Science Versus from Gimlet. This is the show that pits facts against fangs. Wendy, how would you be? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm uh, happy to be alive. This is Pete Bethune. Pete is a conservationist, G.I. Joe style. He stopped whalers out in the Pacific Ocean, rescued a dolphin held captive in a resort, and recently, on one of his adventures, things went particularly sideways. It's just before Christmas. Pete is deep in the rainforests of Costa Rica with his team, a couple of guys, and they're looking for evidence of illegal logging and hunting. This is a lush forest, thick canopy, very hilly. It's up and down, up and down, up and down, really steep. Jungle is very spiky, like this, you know, it's got the most ferocious ants on earth, it's got poisonous spiders, it's got snakes. So it's a jungle you need to be really careful walking through. And Pete was about to work out, but he wasn't being careful enough. He was walking through some leaf litter. Just a bunch of, of leaves on the ground. I just felt this bang in the back of my leg and my first thought was someone had hit me. Like it felt like someone had a, had a big stick or a piece of wood and had whacked the back of my calf. And then I, and I, and I looked down and in horror I see the snake sort of recoiling away from me. And as soon as I saw it, like I knew it was a fur lance. Pete was bitten by this snake called a fur lance, which means spearhead. It's a long snake with this brown diamond pattern down its body. And it kills more people than any other snake in Central America. Pete's colleague grabs his cell phone, he's got one bar of reception, and calls up emergency services. Uh, and they, they did make it clear, you need to get that guy to hospital as quickly as possible or he is going to die. And the clock is ticking. Because the longer that venom courses through Pete's body, the worse things are going to get. He has maybe six hours to get to a hospital and he's in the middle of this rainforest, so far away from help. Pete can already feel the venom moving up his leg. And it was, and it was so sore. It was such an intense pain. And in Pete's line of work, he's gotten into quite a few scrapes. He's even been stabbed twice. But he said the pain from this venom, it was worse. The worst pain he's ever felt. I remember thinking there's no way I'd make it out of there. I thought I was a dead man. I, I said to one of my guys, I said, you make sure you tell me because then I love them. Um, yeah, it's, it, was, it was quite difficult, eh? Peter's thinking of his two daughters back in New Zealand. But his colleague says, we've got to get moving. They scope out their options and figure that the fastest way out is sliding down these steep and muddy creek beds. So I'm crawling on my ass, crawling down these little waterfalls, escarpments, banks, creek beds. I remember there was a waterfall that was really tricky for me to get down, and I was looking at it and thinking, holy shit, how am I going to get down this? But as we're going down, I'm getting weaker and weaker, and the throbbing now has moved all the way up to my groin area, and, I, and eventually gets to a stage where I just want to sleep. But I, I did think, I'm not going to make this. My number was up. He just keeps going, sneaking his way through waterfalls and mud, and eventually gets to the edge of the rainforest and out onto a beach where he reaches the Coast Guard. They lay me down on the ground, and I remember just closing my eyes and thinking, you know, just hang on a little bit more, hang on a little bit more. And 
They get Pete to the hospital. And the doctor who sees him reckons that Pete is about an hour away from dying. His heart is racing and he passes out. When Pete comes to, he realizes that other stuff has gone wrong. The venom has attacked the blood vessels in his genitals. Or as Pete put it, My balls and cock go all big and black. It is not an uncommon thing that happens with um, snake bite victims. That doesn't mean it's not quite a shock. Oh, I remember asking her on the news, like, is this normal? And she came over and she said, yeah, yeah, kind of, maybe. By now, the doctors had quickly set up an IV drip for Pete and given him the one and only thing that could save his life. Anti-venom. It races through his body, fighting back against the snake's venom. And if you didn't get anti-venom, what would have happened? Oh, if I didn't get anti-venom, I would have died. No, no question. But instead, little by little, he feels better. And while in hospital, Pete starts making these videos of what's going on. Snake bite, day 11 update. So I started walking around for the first time. I walked for the first time yesterday. After around two weeks in hospital, today, oh, mate, I'm feeling much better, eh? Much better. He finally walks out. So happy to be out of hospital, eh? So happy to be out of there. Each time I'd wake up, I'd be like, hey, I'm alive. I'm alive. And this little sense of euphoria. So, yeah, I was pretty lucky, eh? Pete was pretty lucky. Because if he'd done all that work of dragging himself to the hospital and they didn't have the anti-venom, he would have been a goner anyway. He needed that special little vial. But for loads of people around the world, they can't take it for granted that those little vials will be there when they need them. Each year, snake bites kill some 100,000 people, and almost half a million end up with major injuries, with some needing to get their legs amputated. So on today's show, how does snake venom do this? Damage our body so badly? Well, it turns out that snake venom is a wily beast, which can have a ton of treacherous toxins in it. It's an an absolute biological chemical warfare going on. This is Christina Zdenek. She studies snake venom at the University of Queensland in Australia. And she told us how complicated snake venom is. Like, there could be up to 200 different toxins in it, attacking your body in these different ways. So, for example, in a fertile ant snake, some of the toxins go after your muscles. Yeah, it kills muscle cells. It's like you're almost getting digested alive. For other snakes, the toxins can attack your nerves, making it difficult to breathe. And if that wasn't bad enough, sometimes two different toxins can work together to kind of feed off each other and make everything worse. You've got one toxin that's pretty bad on its own and another one that's pretty bad on its own. But when you put them together and they, like, tag team against you. Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, suck eggs. (laughs) And when these toxins say, suck eggs, here's what it looks like. So the venom of some vipers can go after your blood with a kind of one-two punch. Some of the toxins make it tricky for your blood to clot, while others make you bleed by kind of punching holes in your blood vessels. And so you've got a hole caused by the toxins that's now open and you're you're spewing out red blood cells, but all of a sudden you can't stop the bleeding. 
in that area, then you're very susceptible to bleeding internally. Christina says sometimes people can bleed from all over their body. Yeah, yeah. So like your your gums from your eyes, um, sometimes your ears or or your your sphincter, your butthole. Oh, Jesus. Um, and and even if it's really bad, there was a Taipan bite in Australia where a guy was. It seemed like he was sweating blood from his back. Oh. So how on earth do we make antivenom, which can fend off those nasty toxins? Well, it turns out we use a method that's more than 100 years old. It involves milking snakes and labs filled with horses. You heard me right. To find out more, head over to our full episode. It's on our main feed. You just got to search for Science Versus in Spotify. That's Science VS. And then click on our episode, Snakes. Go on, do it. You won't be disappointed. I'm Wendy Zuckerman. Back to you next time.